Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Rife Martin CPA. Today, along with Allison Rife Martin, Philip talks about fourth quarter tax planning topics. Philip Washington, Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple, brought to you by Rife Martin CPA. What's going on, Allison? You know, um, as we start to enter the fall, I'm thinking I can't wait for the heat to subside so that we get some cooler weather. <laughs> and what better way to, to think start thinking cool is to start thinking fourth quarter tax planning topics. Awesome, awesome. You you uh we 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 talked about the Beyonce concert. I'm gonna go on a tangent. We talked about the Beyonce concert before and talked about uh 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 the disputed tax bill right so uh, yeah so beyonce if you're listening out there you need to uh call up allison rife martin she's the best cpa <laughs> yeah exactly States. right <laughs> <laughs> uh my phone is uh the uh the red phone is at the ready if ever she wants to call <laughs> or, the, or the bath phone i should say i'm at the ready i would love to talk i think that would be fun just to like pick her brain over music forget the whole tax part right but. you're like i do that for free just me, yeah, let, exactly. Let me just have, can let me we have please unlimited just, front row seat to your concert? Exactly, and just to to bask in your. I mean, she, frankly, she is an amazing businesswoman. I mean, boy, mm-hmm. oh boy, you know, bold risks that really paid off, and she knew they would pay off. So, she's she's certainly one to follow. Absolutely, definitely, definitely. That she should definitely write a book. Yeah. Yes. We will, and in fact, uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say her husband Jay Z. If you've read their, his autobiographies, he, his his history is equally as cool as to you know taking big risks and, and it paying off. So mm-hmm. they're both they are both a couple to follow. So absolutely. All right. So with that, now that we can move on to something boring like tax planning topics from Beyonce, um, <laughs> what are you planning to do? to uh, get yourself ready for tax season so that you don't have a, an April surprise. Yes. Yes. Let's talk about those. What are, what are some things that we could do to plan for taxes, right? This, yeah, this is the last quarter. So what we this do is now. the last quarter of the year, right? So, you know, I've, I've often thought, uh, you know, there's always the adage, uh, you do your spring cleaning where you purge your house of, you know, you clean out the cobwebs, you empty out all the clothes you don't wear anymore. This is, uh, to me, frankly, that's one of those no one really thinks to do it or keep track of it in the spring. It's more, you know, I think here's the time to really go through your closets um, and think, well, what can I give to charity? Um, Especially if you itemize, I should say. This is really the time to think what other non-cash items can I give besides donating to my charity of choice? Um, So again, purge your house. I I suspect that, you know, you will appreciate having the extra space with uh, not as many things in your home. But the other thing to think about, too, is with your investment portfolio, here is a time to look at stocks that you may not may not be providing the bang for the buck for you or just that you feel like it's a, a nice way to donate to, again, the charity of choice, donate some investment assets. 
Um, you can donate it at fair market value and you don't have to worry about the gain and you get the, the nice charitable contribution as well, too. So hmm. those are some investment things that I was thinking of. Um, anyway, did you, it sound like you were going to say something. So, yeah, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking, I was like, yeah, what, what investments this year, uh, that, that, that probably really sucked that like probably a bunch of, a bunch of Chinese stocks, um, you know, those, those got crushed, um, this year. So that's a good point. That's something, but you know, and I, as I will, we're going to be talking in a future, uh, an upcoming episode about the economics of tax loss harvesting beyond the immediate tax savings. Donating uh, a stock is a great way to offset some, you know, gains that you may be realizing in the stock market, you know, through, so there's a great a tax a way to minimize and or avoid tax by donating um, it, like an appreciated asset. Um, and in fact, you may also too, it's not necessarily just limited to investment assets. If you have a like a high piece of art that you just, you feel so called to donate, you know, obviously with appropriate appraisals, you too there can get fair market value and donate it. So it's, it's a great, there's a great tax strategy for you. Um, for those who um, are W-2, you know, have work as an employee, um, make sure that you're maximizing your 401k, your pre-tax uh, 401k contributions. Um, if you're over 50, you can contribute up to $30,000 and it's 22.5 if you're under 50. It's a great way to A, save for retirement, but B, get the immediate benefit of reducing your um, taxable income. Right. And I imagine you would have you would appreciate that one too. Mm-hmm. I I got an audience question, but before I go to that one, I'm gonna ask another one. Uh, like, what about if you are planning out your marketing expenses for next year? Um, can can you can you prepay those ahead of time? Oh, for sure. That's a, actually a great one. So, and you know, you often sit there and think, what what's upcoming that you know I'm going to invest in, much like marketing dollars, or you know, if you if you rent an office space, can you work with the landlord and say, I would like to prepay my six months of rent. You know, again, assuming cash flow can support this. Obviously, don't just pay it just to get the tax benefit, but uh, or don't let the tax tail wag the dog here. But if cash flow can support it, prepay it you know, if it makes sense to do it, you know? So yeah, if they're for sure, if as a business owner, um, what things can you invest in, you know, what sound investments can you make in your business that you could take advantage of this year? Um, it may be, if you're a business owner, you may want to consider also deferring and prepaying those to another, to the, to 24, if that would be more tax advantageous, but that's a great strategy to consider. You got it. And then what about the, does, um, Question was, what about paying taxes ahead by paying uh, quarterly tax? Like, does that does that help taxes, or, or is it more like an organizational thing? Actually, it's more of an organizational thing. Um, the benefit to doing that is is overall is you can avoid uh, any kind of under underpayment or under withholding penalty over the course of the year. Um, so. Let's say that my tax bill was, you know, I owed an additional grand, but because I didn't pay over the course of the year, the IRS is you didn't with you didn't pay enough in in twenty three. They'll 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 uh, calculate an underpayment penalty based on the additional amount that I owe. So I to that I would say though sometimes it's it's okay to pay the penalty if you assume 
that you can set that money aside in a in an investment of some type that would earn more uh, interest income or investment income than the penalty. Sometimes it's just worth it to say, ah, forget it. I'll pay the penalty. Got it. You know, as you were talking, I was thinking about a side note topic that we may want to do in the future around like, uh, around like, we'll talk about it offline, but it's like the history of the evolution of like taxes in society. Uh, Ooh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, that would be a good one. Because as you're talking, I'm like, oh yeah, and it's because I feel like it's a lot of. Don't you feel like it's like even with um, like this quarterly planning taxes? I feel like there's so much flux in the in how taxes are being done, not just in the tax code. That it's like like the planning period today is like of utmost importance because of all the changes, right? Because of I mean, I'm sure you see this. The IRS is even like making a lot of mistakes. Like they like all the retirement plans that one of the companies we use manage, they filed the 5,500 and then uh, they sent everybody a letter saying it wasn't filed, but then the company called them in and they were like, no, you're good. You did file them. And I'm just like, whoops. Yeah, but but I, I have other clients who are doing things and they're like, it's the same thing's happening. And I'm just like, what's going on with the IR? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say, um, Sometimes that's why it would be worth it to help, you know, to pay taxes, if only to help, you know, because, again, they are the collection arm, the revenue generating arm for our government. That is not to bring about politics in it, but, you know, obviously they need the resources to make sure that we're following all the rules. So, Mm -hmm. um, anyway, that was just an off topic here. But actually, I have to say, I think that'd be kind of fun to talk about the history of tax because, you know, a lot of tax policy is about influencing behavior. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you sit there and think, why are there various tax rates? You know, obviously the lowest tax rates for a married filing joint was to, as a society, encourage marriage. So anyway, that's and that, not to say that getting married married is a good tax strategy, but, you know, you do get a lower tax rate for it. So. <laughs> it's, it's cheaper to keep to keep them. It's, exactly. We got to think of another one. We got to think of another like more sex neutral t- term to say. Right. I was going to say, you know, um, it's cheaper. I was going to say, because, you know, my husband's quite the uh, the looker. So I got to think how to rhyme tax with looker. So, <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. So anyway, back to the whole idea of, contri- you know, contributing to your 401k if, if your employer op- offers it. And I will say in an upcoming episode, we'll we were, are going to talk about why it's to your advantage as a business owner to offer a 401k to your employees. If they offer it, take advantage of it. It's most of the time the companies will offer to free money with in company matching. So you get lots of bang for your buck and saving tax as well. Um, if your uh, insurance plan is an HSA eligible uh, insurance plan, maximize your HSA contribution. Um, but there's another great way to reduce your taxable income and save for uh, medical expenses as we get older. Uh, as you know, as as we get older, unfortunately, we all have higher medical needs. So this is a great way to reduce your tax bill now and save for tomorrow for upcoming medical expenses. Um, going back to the idea of you know contributing stock to to as a as a to a charity of choice, talk to your investment advisor about a donor advice fund. And I know we've talked about that one before, but there's another great way to get an immediate tax savings 
and be able to you know have more maximum impact donating to the charities of choice. I mean, that's a great thing to talk about with both your CPA and your uh, financial planner at the same time as you start to think about how to make sure that you were being the most efficient for your, um, as we end up 2023. So those are the things I was thinking about. Hmm. What, it, what, it, what, I have a question. This is made this tax planning, but it's like a real question from a client and we can wrap it up. What if you have, what if, what if you have a nonprofit and you have a business and then you need to buy something for the nonprofit, but the money is 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 in the business. Um, uh, that actually would be that, a great. Uh, your business can consider that a charitable contribution. I mean, there's. I should say there are some some rules around it, so it looks like you're you know. There, you have to make sure you're following appropriate deal, but but again, it'd just be like giving. Uh, me going out and buying, me donating supplies to uh, me, the my CPA firm, donating supplies to, you know, again, charity of choice. I can deduct it if it's, you know, if it's acknowledged as a contribution. And the 501c3, the not-for-profit, gives me a, a record of receipt saying, thank you so much for donating whatever it is I gave, be it cash or stuff, you know, again, to the charity of choice. So you can definitely do things like that. Awesome. Well, so there's lots of opportunities as we go to finish out. What is it? 13, 13 Fridays till the end of the calendar year. 13 <laughs> Fridays, right? 13. <laughs> I like the number 13. 13 is a good number. I was going to say my daughter was born on the 13th. So there is no such thing as a bad, bad number 13. Mm-mm, no, no. I love, I love the number 13. It was, it was my Jersey yeah. in high school for one of my years. So we'll say lucky 13. Lucky 13. Well, let everybody know how they can reach you if they want to get quote unquote lucky on their exactly on their tax. Yes, I would I would love to help you get lucky to, you know, with tax minimization. That's how we'll think about it. So uh, you can reach me at my website, rifemartincpa.com, or you can email me at info at rifemartinaccounting.com. And I'd love to talk with anybody about any upcoming tax planning topics that you need to think about. Awesome. Thanks, Allison. Have a great day. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.